Logan, we did it. We got a dub in the playoffs. Marietta Malcolm, sit your bitch ass down. We don't claim you. You aren't us. We don't claim you, Marietta Malcolm. (laughs) Dude, you deserve your props for that one. But uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hawks Talk Podcast. We are recording this about an hour after the Hawks Game 3 win against the Boston Celtics. The Hawks have made the series 2-1. The first game in Atlanta is a dub. But before we get into everything, Logan, how are you? Hey man, look, I, uh, what can you say? This this is what it all is about. This is what it's all about. This is what, this is what it all boils down to, man. You know, there, I know there are times during the season where you or me or somebody listening was like, man, fuck this shit. Let's just tank and let's get Wemby or, or I don't know. You say anything about, oh, what's the playoffs matter? We're just going to get swept in the first round anyway or whatever, or, uh, like those Spurs fans that were jumping all in your mentions a week or so ago, Jackson. This is what they're, they're, f- they're quiet tonight. I don't know. They, I, I guess nothing happened tonight. I guess nothing happened with former Spurs players. I, I guess this, something. This I, is, I guess nothing happened. This is what you forget sometimes. This is what it's all about. The joy you feel after watching your boys go out there, defend their home court like their fucking family crest depended on it, and just lay it on the line, hit clutch shots. Send Malcolm and his goon family packing. Clutch shots. You ready for a stat, Logan? DeJounte Murray and Trey Young are the first Hawks teammates to have 25 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists together in a single game since 1966. There you go. We're talking Bob Pettit and crap back then, man. We're talking, yeah, we're we're going way back. I'm pulling out the, I got in the way back machine for that one, my boy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, DeJounte. With the with the with the point, I don't know. This this is a deep cut. If anyone listening to this, other than maybe your your brother Jackson, remembers what I'm talking about, but back in like 2006, 2007, maybe 2008, where any of y'all Thrashers fans, do you remember Ilya Kovalchuk pointing at Sidney Crosby? He scored, I think it was the second goal of the night, and he pointed. Sidney Crosby was the young up and comer. He pointed on him, just pointed at his bitch ass, and said, "You you you did this. You you're the reason I scored because I'm better than you." Because you messed up. And DeJounte Murray did that. He pointed at Derek White. He pointed at his big ass forehead. He pointed at his minus 10 box, plus minus whatever it was. We finally stopped Derek White. And and ultimately, he pointed to a Hawks dub. There, I mean, what else can you say? Um, thank God. We needed this one. I did not want to get beat on my home court. I did not I did not want to have another Trey Young disaster class game. And I am proud to say Trey Young. I was rude to you last episode. I'm sorry. I'd forgotten what playoff Trey could be. Clearly, you did not because you, you were in your bag today, son. I don't care if you only went two of six and three. You were killing them. Trey Young killed them, man. That was that was 2021 Knicks level Trey Young playoff Trey. 15 in the fourth quarter, Jackson. 15. He had half four points in the fourth. Yeah, also, like, listen to this play-by-play real quick from the fourth, and you'll just, if you ever want to know how important Trey Young is, is to our offense, the Hawks started off the uh, fourth quarter with one, two, three, <laughs> four, <laughs> I think, they no, five, <laughs> and then there's one more. Yeah, they start off the fourth quarter with five uh turnovers like three of them were bad passes and two were charges so and then trey he just wrote right r- 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 the ship for Wait us it was, it. 
Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah it Sorry. happens. I'm pumped up, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of adrenaline thrown through my body, man. I mean, this is a big, I mean, honestly, Logan, like we really can't overstate how big of a win this is. Like in a lot of ways, like when you're down two and oh, you've got to win the next one. I mean, we all know the legendary stat. No NBA team has ever came back from a three Oh series uh, lead. So like tonight was a must win. I mean, I don't like to, you know, be dramatic until, you know, the season is actually on the line. But in terms of statistics, I mean, the season was very much on the line tonight. You can come back from 3-1, you know, if the Hawks, you know, do go out and lose on Sunday. But you can't come back from 3-0. That's pretty much a death sentence. The yep. Ca- Cleveland Cavaliers somehow are going to go under 80 points in a – that's crazy. Um, sorry. Excuse me. I just yep. saw that. That was mm. astonishing. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, tonight really was a really important game. A must win if uh, very close to it in terms of – the closest you'll get to the most well about the season actually ending if you lose. And, I mean, the Hawks, they went out there. They uh, they stood on business. I just want to say, man, I don't get the Malcolm Brogdon thing. I really don't. Like, in a lot of ways, like, I'm not going to lie, Logan. You know, I didn't. You know, I don't get out here and doom too much in public anymore. I keep it to myself. But in a lot of ways, I was subconsciously dooming. I feel like we all were. I mean, after these past two games, it's kind of hard not to. Like, we know what the Hawks are capable of. But after game two, it's like, are we ever going to realize it against this team? And, like, Malcolm Brognon gave the Hawks the greatest bulletin board material you'll ever need because, like, he didn't just, you know, insult, like, the players. I mean, he came after the fans, man. I just, mm. I really did not, I really do, did not understand that at all from Marietta Malcolm, as he called him. Shout out to you, Logan. That was a world-class. city. I love Atlanta. Bullshit. He said, he yeah. said the fans didn't always show up. Hey, man, look. Look, the Atlanta Hawks, they brought in half a Hawks Twitter to the game, and it worked, bitch. It worked. We need to Tony. do that more. Tony, more free tickets. Pump them out. Pump them out. You can send them to us, too, if you want. Just saying. I mean, I mean um, we'll take them. We'll take them. We'll take them, of course. Yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to find my man. I'm going to find my man E-Dub, man. I know he wasn't in the DVF piece. We, at least I don't think, but I'm going to find my man E-Dub in the, in the arena. I'm going to dap him up. And I'm gonna go on my corner. I'm gonna just be on my phone live tweeting. Mary to Malcolm. Shiesty. I'm wearing a shiesty. <laughs> uh, if you, if you're wondering, <laughs> hey, who, who, which two guys are the Hawks Hawks guys in the VIP suite? Yeah, it's the two white guys wearing shiesties. <laughs> that, that's who it is. That's us, baby. Um, dude, I still can't. Also, uh, big. Dude, we have to talk about this bench performance tonight, man. Bogey. Mm. I mean, I just want to say, I'm not trying Blame to call y'all out, but y'all were, as soon as that extension got signed, y'all were out here writing obituaries on the Hawks, you know, franchise. They balled today. Six of eight, three of four, took an elbow to the jaw, still recovered. You know, I'm just saying, props to my man, Bogey. Jalen Johnson, big game, three of five, two of three from three. Sadiq Bey, the, the best expenditure of second round picks that this franchise had in like two decades. Five of seven for the field, three of three from three. I mean, come on now. I mean, Akongo was two of two. He had t- rebounds and blocks. I mean, just Akongo was game. a much Akongo was much more of a subdued type of performance. He was the thing with Akongo is is we all know he is not the best rebounder. Uh, you know that like Capella clearly is superior to him as a rebounder, but Akongo may be one of the best in the league at just contesting drives. He is he is a defensive force when he's feeling it. If he could rebound better, he'd be. I mean, legitimately, I, I honest to God think if if you gave a Kongu like I don't I mean, I don't even know uh, uh, 
the best. I get like let's say Charles Barkley. Okay, that's actually ridiculous. That's like he's one of the best rebounders ever. If you gave if you gave a Congo better rebounding, he'd be a depoy level guy. Like that's just how good he is at contesting shots, and, and he's a useful gadget all around. He wasn't scoring the points today, but look, the entire bench was killing it. Trey and Dejounte absolutely just did what they needed to do. Um, huge in the fourth quarter. Capella did his thing. Um, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, we will. I'll be nice and say I appreciate we'll you guys. We'll from discussion tonight. Thank you for showing up. Yeah, um, they tried. What do you their think best. of a? Uh, what do you think of the decision by a Quinn to go of Sadiq Bay in the fourth instead of John Collins? We've talked about it before in the regular season, but I mean well, the playoffs. You got to be more willing to do stuff, and he did that tonight. Quinn has talked about spacing. Um, I I know post game he did, but previously and rebounding. Geez, Sadiq Bay had eight rebounds. And two the, of them the, are offensive. The truth is, is that John Collins at this point in time, which respect to John Collins, he did make two threes. It's not, it's not like he went zero for seven or something. Again, he made two threes. They were pretty timely threes. But the truth is that Sadiq Bay provides better spacing for everyone on the floor when he's out there instead of John. Um, and and just based off statistics, it seems like the last month or two better rebounding. Um, the the benefit with John, of course, is he's just smarter on defense um substantially smarter on defense and in theory i mean we've seen john he's when he's get you know when he's the primary pick and roll guy he's automatic with the ball around the rim if it's in a pick and roll i'm not saying he has a you know post moves up yeah i'm not saying he has a bag like that but you know what i'm saying um but sometimes you just got to go with a guy like sadiq um the truth is is the nba even bad defenders can kind of hunker down and just basically try hard if you guys remember Kevin Herter um, in our playoff run two years ago, Kevin Herter is a bad defender, but he was the only wing we had healthy at the time, really, other than Bogey, and Bogey missed some games in that playoff run. And so Kevin Herter kind of had to hunker down and play defense, and he played pretty good defense in those playoffs. Um, and no, this is not me inviting you to, to shit on Kevin Herter, Jackson, believe it or not. I, I, I think, you know, it's a positivity podcast, yeah, you know? Yeah, that, no that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, even though I kind of want to, but I won't. Um Hawks win. I'm not moved by anything else going on. There you go. And yeah, so I mean, the the crazy thing to me, Jackson, is the bench shot. What is that? Uh, eight, <laughs> eight of ten from three. That's huge. That's ma- like the Celtics hit 21 threes, and I got I think it was 28 points off turnovers, and we won. Like that's th- these are the games that you don't expect us to win. And the fact, and I'm mean, and frankly, the reason we able we were able to win it. Is one the bench is shooting primarily in, in that sort of I believe it was the second quarter, um, especially, um, and then also the fourth quarter, mostly Trey Young taking over, scoring fifteen points efficiently in the fourth quarter, and Dejounte Murray hitting a couple very clutch. I mean, shots. the thing tonight was like your stars played like I mean I wouldn't even say stars. They played, I mean yeah yeah your stars played like stars I'm, like you needed them to like if you're gonna win the playoffs your stars are gonna have to play like stars especially when you're playing this two seed and you're the seven seed and like the role players came through shooting wise it's like yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much. I mean, that's where the game was won we've talked about that all like all series of it needing to be a thing and like you got that tonight and then some i mean i mean i will say like you gotta i mean the celtics like this isn't a game where like the celtics beat themselves by any stretch of the imagination like yeah like their defense probably wasn't as good as like they're used to but like the Celtics shot 43.8 percent like yeah the shock hawk shot 44.1 percent but like the celtics still shot good from three man like 
This, I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is. The Hawks were the better team tonight. They converted better on their three throws. I mean, the teams they both shot sixteen three throws. I mean, except the Hawks were thirteen of sixteen, whereas the Celtics were eleven of sixteen. Like the games are one of the margins, man. Especially when it's a close game, like eight points. It's like stuff like. You know, like the Hawks very well could have lost this game just in the turnover battle alone because like oh, 19 yeah. turnovers is 12. Like I mean, seven extra possessions. The start of that fourth quarter alone could have could have lost us this game. We were up by I think seven going into the fourth, and they four or five straight turnovers, something absolutely ridiculous. But you want to hear the most cherry picked yet still kind of crazy stat, Jackson? Um, the Hawks bench scored 44 points on 72 percent, 80 percent, 100 percent splits. Um, that's the first time. Ever <laughs> that that since a the bench, ABA, ABA merger, <laughs> yeah, that uh, bench has scored that many points on that, uh, you know, very absolutely completely uh, reliable and um, repeatable performance from the bench. Um, but I mean, what else? Do, I mean, I don't even know necessarily what else to say other than just the bench was was huge because I mean. Trey Young was not amazing in those first couple quarters. It is what it is. The bench was kind of carrying the offense because um, this is a very high offense game for playoffs. 130-122 is kind of very high scoring for the playoffs in the NBA. Um, even modern, you know, even modern when the scores like seemingly ballooned by like 30 points, 40 points in total. Um, so the bench kept the offensive flow early. And then in the fourth quarter, when we needed it most, we just need somebody to hit some damn shots and stop turning the damn ball over. Uh, Trent DeJounte did that. So all I can really say is, thank God I did not want to be <laughs> swept. I did not want to. I mean, we have a chance in the series now. We gave ourselves a chance, especially if you go and, and defend home court again on on Sunday. 2-2 series. Look, because the truth is, Jackson, I, I'm not saying anything about them as, you know, how they're coached or how they're character or anything. But I would not be surprised if Boston kind of thought this series would be relatively tame, uh, easy four or five game series. If we can make it two, two, I think they will be a, bit, a, a little bit shell shocked. I, I mean, let's, I, let's, uh, let's just call it what it is like the Celtics have literally like, like not taken the Hawks seriously. Like we saw it on the social media videos where they were like, they're like shooting like horse shots and stuff during practice. It's like, I get it, man. You know, the Hawks are definitely an in, I mean, and I mean, we're a worse team this year. Like stuff like that's kind of ridiculous. I don't, as a coach, you can't let your team get into that mindset, but I mean, in the first two games, the Hawks were the team who got punched in the mouth, Logan. Like, we got punched in the mouth. We're up against the ropes. The Celtics, I mean, they had a chance to, like I said earlier, put this one away. Like, if, you know, you go down 3-0, I mean, it's curtains. It's never been done before in the NBA in history. Like, that's, you know, over, like, 100 years now. So, come on now. Um, has it? Yeah, something like that, man. Um, anyways, like, but now, like, the Hawks are no longer the hunted. They're the hunters right now, Logan, because we just won the game. It only really matters what you did last game. Like, yeah, it's cool you won two games in Boston, but tonight, I mean, the Hawks thoroughly outplayed the Celtics. It's like the hunters have become the hunted, Logan, and the hunted have become the hunters. So, I mean, we're going to see how the Celtics react to getting punched in the mouth. I mean, that's the first time that the Hawks have given one to the Celtics. I mean, you got to go back out on Sunday, and, I mean, the Hawks are going to – I mean, you're. I mean, if you want to win the series – I. I mean, you know, it's not a must win to win on Sunday, but if you get the series at 2-2, then, I mean, we're even. We're even going back to Boston. I mean, anything can happen once the series is 2-2. And like I said, Logan, the series doesn't start, you know, you said it all the time. The series doesn't start. <laughs> Trey said it. The series doesn't start until the home team loses. So, I mean, hey, the series still has not started. You know, the Celtics, had they took care of what they needed to at home. And so far, so have the Hawks. I mean, 
you got to go into Sunday with the mindset of getting it done in front of the fans. And I mean, once this series is two two, it's anybody's series at that point. Like the Celtics still have the one game advantage, but you know, if this is two two, then I mean, also like Hawks uh, and six. Hawks and six. I mean, yeah, come yeah. on now. You you got to lose two to win in six. You know the Hawks lost two. If they want to win in six, I'm a prediction. I mean, you just gotta sweep them now. I mean, and I, I got faith, man. I I mean, a lot changed tonight, and like this wasn't just you know a luck night. Trey legitimately did trust Dejounte in the clutch. He was you know deferring to him. Something we've wanted to see all year. We've seen it at times. Just wanted to give Trey his flowers for that because like a lot of people look at the points and the assists and the you know the field goal percentage, but like. I'm really proud of how Trey, you know, handled that because, you know, there's possessions where the Celtics defense came the best of Trey. He was giving it to DeJounte. He wasn't forcing it in DeJounte. I mean, he was coming through. I mean, you saw tonight why we traded two picks, a pick swap, and a heavily protected first for DeJounte Murray, ladies and gentlemen. It's because no, when we needed he's him. He's been good he in these through. playoffs. He's, he's been I good. Mean, he's, been all, he's, he's been our best player in the playoffs. Like, can we just say that? Like, come on now. I mean, look, the. Yeah, the, the Trey DeJounte thing, it's. I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to get into some sort of like, because this is very much an off season top like thing to say, but the, the Pete the you know, Trey and DeJounte are not the pieces that aren't working in the starting lineup. Frankly, it's Hunter, John and, and Capella that kind of aren't really working. Um, the puzzle pieces don't all, they don't all fit perfectly. Um, which is part of the reason that the last two months, our bench mob has been arguably the best in the league. Um, but like, look, man, DeJounte has been absolutely killing it. And people before this series, people, I mean, that, that, that Spurs Muse guy kind of tongue in cheek was saying like, oh, DeJounte had sucked into the, in the playoffs until today. Like, no, Logan, he was, he wasn't doing that. He was just posting stats, man. Not hating at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, I swear that's what every Muse account is. They're like, Hey man, we're just posting stats, even though they Except for all the Hawks music and Hawks related music accounts, they are innocent and free of sin, of course. Yeah, I mean, I got no issues with them. Obviously, I don't. I don't. Although I do have to say one thing about um, Hawks Muse. Hawks Muse got invited to the VIP thing, and like, did you see? Two hours later, maybe not even. He said, "Hey, I got VIP tickets to the to the game tomorrow, and we're gonna get blown out." And he had to delete it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why would you say that? Way to fumble your opportunity, bud. They, they gave you free tickets that are probably worth like a couple hundred bucks. Like it's, Dude, if, it's, if the Hawks give me free tickets, I'm selling out. Bump that. I'm gonna get. On, I'm gonna get on there and start shaking my ass for the wrestler family. All due respect to you, I'm gonna get on Twitter and start. I'm gonna right. say, you know Jackson, what? We need to save money. You've lost your filter a little bit, but but I'm just if, being real. If if I got free tickets, I'd start. I'd start singing DeAndre Hunter's praises, man. That's that's how wild I'd get. But yeah, that's funny. I would, you, that I would funny. unbookmark the trade machine. <laughs> I'd, I'd close out the D Raptor page. Um, okay, well, just just look, just go check who's fifty spots full of Trey Young, then get back to me. <laughs> speaking of speaking of D Raptor, um, RIP to Nick Nurse, man, he's out of there. Uh, Nick, oh gosh, that uh, that was that's what I don't think I've said for a while. It, isn't isn't it kind of Masai Ujiri's time to go, bro? I've said for a while that Nick Nurse is genuinely overrated. He's always been overrated, in my opinion. Like. His coaching wonder is the box hand one against Steph. Yeah, this, the Warriors, who had two season-plus ending long injuries to Clay and KD. Yeah, you usually do want to play a super junk defense against one of the best players in the world. Congratulations. And, like, he's never beat the Kawhi allegations. I just want to say that. I mean, the without Kawhi allegations. But, like, at the same time, man, 
the Raptors roster is dog shit. If you think that the Hawks roster doesn't fit together, I want you to keep in mind that the Celtics, I mean, the Raptors were literally like employing Scotty Barnes to dribble the ball. It's like, and be the lead ball handler. It's like, come on, man, let, let's be serious here. Let, let, I don't know. I feel like that's a case of ownership was mad about the team's record and how they ended the season and they wanted someone gone. And, you know, it should have been the people who built that team in all honesty, or maybe just both of them, but. I don't know. I, mean, I feel bad for Nick Nurse. I feel like he got the short end of the stick. I don't. I don't feel like he deserved for his tenure then there. But I'm. I'm Ujiri, also. I don't think he's sweating being out of Toronto. Ujiri traded a first for Jakubowicz, man. A top four protected first for Jakubowicz. It's like that, I mean, could even if like they could tank next year and not get their pick, bro. Like even if you're top four in the lottery odds, it's still very easy to slip out of the top four and lose that pick. Look at us in 2020. We th- we thought we were getting Anthony Edwards. We got a Kongu, but we thought we were getting Ant Man. <laughs> Like it is, it is that lottery is skewed, man. That is not automatic. Um, speaking of, I just want to say one thing. Um, I I made uh, mention of this. Clearly, Malcolm Brogdon made uh, sort of backhand comp- mention of it. Dejounte talked about it a lot in the post game. Um, I was not at the game or anything. Um, a little bit more money. <laughs> I got a lot of money to spend this year on traveling and stuff. I, I was not going to spend a couple hundred bucks on a Hawks ticket to go alone. Um, and Jackson lives like two hours away, so he was probably not doing that either. But my point being, shout out to all y'all that showed up tonight. It was y- y'all did not like let the Celtics goons, you know, y- y'all don't let them, y'all don't let them overtake anything. They they were not audible. Uh, it was a good crowd tonight, and and Dejounte mentioned y'all by name, saying they were a huge factors, so like multiple times. So uh, shout out to y'all. Keep that same the Celtics are a Big Ten team who came down to an SEC crowd, folks. Keep that, keep that energy for Sunday. Do we tell, tell? Please tell me we don't have an. As Andre three thousand said, Logan, the South got something to say. You heard the mm. man. All right, just saying. You know, I'm just what, saying. What whoever the six man section, they came up with the "We Don't Claim You" chant. Fire, fire, fire! I will, because I honestly, say. when I'm naming Atlanta basketball players, I'm the name basketball player from Atlanta. Malcolm Brogdon isn't even the first Celtic I mentioned. So like. You need will, to keep your mouth shut up, and know your place. I do straight up think of Colin Sexton way before I think of Malcolm Brogdon. That's just that's I, just, just like in the Celtics, like Jalen Brown. Come on now, it's like I will honestly God say Devin Vassell before I say before I say honestly a real one like me. I'm saying Davion Mitchell from Hinesville. Come on, baby, you already know. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand what he was like. I get trying to talk trash, but that was that's the ultimate bulletin board material, man. Not only are you riling up your opposing players, you're riling up the fan base who was probably distraught and dejected going into this. Like, what a stupid thing to do. Like, legitimately looking like I would not if the Hawks do win it, but in winning the series, like I truly do feel like that's when momentum shifted when he when he said that. I don't get that. Yeah, you know, you don't got to be uh, you know classy basketball player, but also that was just bulletin board material, man. Come on now. It was not some, I mean, you know, wasn't the smartest thing for him to do. Also, Grant Williams, you just had the game of your life, and it was for nothing, you fucking bozo. Dude, the fact, dude, that guy hasn't played since, like, February, and he goes 4-4 or four from three. And that's a joke. What a sick him, joke. Him and Al Horford kept them in it. In that four, in no, that Brogdon, Brogdon was good, too. I don't even know how Marcus, Marcus Smart had 9-19. and 19. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, I mean, Tatum was pretty good, but, you know, Tatum's going to get his 25-plus points that's just kind of assumed, but you gotta you gotta make sure Horford and Smart and White and Grant Williams don't beat you. Um, today Grant Williams he he kind of cooked, not gonna lie, but didn't really matter. 
Jalen Brown is not great tonight, but you know, hey, the, the my big takeaway is Derek White was not torching us for 27 points. He was a team worst minus 14, actually uh, the worst of anyone on either team minus 14, uh, only 11 points, five fouls. Trey got his get back. Dejounte got his get back. That, that's uh, that's all we Absolutely. Bro, all, that's all I can th- dude. Like I said, like we talked about this, like in after game one, it's like you know Jason Tatum. He's a star in this league, man. He's gonna get his. And like Jalen Brown will get his to an extent, even though he didn't tonight. It's like about limiting role players. And like the role player that we mentioned after games one and two was Derek White. I mean, he was having a career series up to this point. Like the Hawks only allowed him to get 11 points tonight. And I mean, that's kind of where like things like that are where the games are going to be won at, man. It's like you're not if your defensive plan is to stop Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Good luck to you. You're going to need it because those guys are all stars and stars in this league. It's about limiting role players. The Hawks very much did that tonight against Derek White. I mean, even Robert Williams, Robert Williams has had like very good minutes against the Hawks this series. And like he definitely did tonight, like uh, on the defensive end, rebounding wise, he, but like he two did, two from he the didn't field. have, he didn't have seven or eight easy buckets today. Only yeah. And two. like, that's, that's a big thing. And it's like Sam Hauser. He's never been really going, been able to get going this series. Going to go ahead and knock on some serious wood right there because I, I do not want to <laughs> deal with that ever again. It's like tonight the game was one man. Like Jalen Brown obviously didn't perform. Derek White didn't play. I mean, didn't play well on offense. Robert Williams didn't get the easy bucks like you talked about. And then guys like, like ideally we had Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Brogdon and uh, Jalen Brown being tied for the most shots. It's like that's kind of what you want. It's like because I, I'm I'm not moved by Marcus Smart offensive performance. Nothing but respect for him, but he. I'm not, I'm not, if I'm worried about Marcus Smart playing offense, then I've given up on the game with all due respect. If you're, I'm not doing that, man. He's, he's not going out there and ice and get you buckets. The Hawks still have a lot to work on in defense though, man. Like legitimately a lot. Like, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if it'll get fixed this series. Or some of it, this is honestly, a- some of it is just straight up. Like the team doesn't know what to do about Al Horford. Just basically setting okay. blatant moving screens. And did you see the Glenn Willis tweet? Um, which one? <laughs> I'll send it to you. All right. I'll send it to you, but I'll talk in the meantime. Like, legitimately, like, Al Horford is not playing. Like, all I'm saying is that if the Falcons do need to look for a uh, right tackle for my guy Desmond Ritter, you know what? Go ahead. Go check well, out the, Al the Horford. Falcons, the Falcons do need a left guard pretty badly. Um, you know what? We we might we might need we might need Al. Dude, like, some of the stuff, like, the refs are literally seeing this, like, with their own eyes, and, like, they're not calling it. Like, he's not even blatantly, like, I just sent it to you, by the way. He's not even trying to, like, hide the fact that he's committing a moving screen. He's just moving the entire time and allowing God. It's like ridiculous, man. Like just like call that, call that shit, man. Like it's right in front of you. I get that refs. I'm not going to sit here and pull a, a Shay Gilgis Alexander. Refs are not always going to be 100% perfect. It's a part of the game, but shit like that's ridiculous, man. Go check out Gwen to tweet. It's the tweet about Al Horford. Uh, oh, yeah. spraying. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah. come on, man. It's like, you see stuff like that. It's kind of hard to not feel like there's an inherent bias against Atlanta when it comes to officiating the series. Like, always know it's going to be here. It's Boston. Come on now. The NBA, they have an agenda. We don't need to unlock the conspiracy box, but we all know it's there with all due respect. Um, that That's just, that's ridiculous. That's, it's I'm going to, the, the I'm channeling my inner Steve that, Nash. That's not basketball, you, Logan. Mm, that's, that's a deep cut. It's been a while since I thought about that. The only thing you can do about that is literally just bulldoze a screen or do it yourself. But we don't really have guys as, you know, like John Collins is a classic guy. He sets classy screens. Oh, yeah, DeAndre Hunter, go bulldoze Al Horford. Yeah, I'd love to see that one. If, if, if Hunter could do something useful and just throw that 
that weight around that'd be nice because he's not hitting any jumpers anytime soon. He can't um, dribble the basketball. He can't hit jumpers. I mean, it just it's, he's you know he's trying his best. I, you know Tatum. You know we gotta win tonight. Let me be positive. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I will he, say he about, play defense on Tatum and ISO. All right, there we go. Yeah, that's the thing with, with Tatum. He Tatum's gonna get his most of the time anyway. Um, so I could criticize him for not defending Tatum better, but it's kind of. But, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea for him to change his approach with Tatum slightly just because Tatum's kind of, you know, he's doing Tatum stuff. He's, he's hitting those step backs and doing that bull jive. And, but the truth is, is, you know, we need better perimeter defending. So I'm not going to I'm not going to criticize the one guy we have on the roster that has any sort of semblance of a chance of defending Tatum because John's not doing it. <laughs> Obviously, Trey and DeJounte aren't. A Congo, you would not want that for longer than a couple seconds. Jalen Johnson still young, still makes a lot of mistakes. I'm not really trusting him with that. Hit a shot tonight, big game from Jalen. We all—that's what we need to see from Jalen. Two for man. two like, from three, know. and he, or he hit his first two threes, and he hit both his free throws. That's big. Also, That's he could have legitimately ended Derek White's career. Like legitimately, yeah. if if Jalen really wanted to, he could have 100 dunked on Derek White when he took that he, BS charge. You know, I'm just saying that was people. Uh, I'm channeling it again, Logan. That charge on the fast break by Derek White—that's not basketball. Sorry, yeah. I'm doing people it do, again. People do forget. I don't know if it's still the record, but after Jalen Johnson's combine, he had he set the combine record for vertical. Like he's easily the most vertically explosive player on our team. So naturally, at some point, he is he's going to absolutely Anthony Edwards level body someone. Um, Bro, it, it should have been Derek White tonight. He set up been for so it. Good. And that would have been so good, but oh, if um, he would have did it, that's like another night. I wouldn't mind him doing that. It to that's Malcolm. up there with Zaza. Nothing easy, like one hundred percent. Nothing easy. God. Uh, that's how I'm feeling. That's I'm, I'm out here flexing, saying nothing easy. My family's wondering what's going on. They don't even Zaza. keep up with the Hawks. They don't even know, man. Zaza was looking down on us tonight, man. He really was. <laughs> now, if only we hey, could have. Well, never mind. No, if we if we if this team had a Zaza like enforcer, I I wish Al Horford would pull his moving screen BS. I wish it's kind of sad because that's who we're teammates. But anyways, you know. I know, isn't that crazy? The game's the uh, game, man. You know, no, I honestly, man, like nothing but respect for Al Horford. I'm not gonna be that fan, but like, hey, bro, you're not gonna be remembered as a Hawk. You're gonna be remembered for as a Celtic. There's no more love for you here, brother. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I, it is I, what it is. All I'm saying I, is, man, I, I Paul Millsap better. Paul Millsap better. So it's, I did have that man. I, I mean, uh, Paul Millsap deserved a uh, a better retirement type of celebration than just sort of going out there not getting signed. You know, I th- I want to say he was at a game. I know um, Kent Bazemore and um, DeAndre Bembry were at games recently. I want to say Paul was at one. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. But at the same time, Carmelo Anthony didn't even get like a retirement thing. So. That man's just been floating as a free agent all year, and he didn't get signed, so he's clearly. We, done. I mean, hey, we might we right. might need you, Carmelo. Suit it up. It's time. It's mm. time. <laughs> we need a four. We need a four. Yeah, it's uh. Hey, you know what? Dub's a dub. We gotta, you know, this is the Sunday's gonna be first game where we don't have two days off before it, so uh, we're gonna see how how the guys bounce back. I mean, this favors the Hawks to be fair. Tatum played forty minutes tonight. That is a uh... Quinn's done a really good job of keeping the Hawks rotation fresh because like highest minutes tonight were trained to John of course 37 like Tatum's played 40 minutes in two games now it's like I mean the other Celtics aren't in bad like Brown and Smart played 33 but like yeah at that... some time I don't I don't know if it'll happen the first round but like I don't know if the Celtics are going to be able to play guys you know this many minutes so consecutively 
when you're you know an almost sixty win team playing a five hundred team in the playoffs, you're you're really you're not hoping to play your number one guy forty minutes a night for six five six seven games. You're really not hoping to do like like let's look at Thibodeau tonight because he's he's known for this. Like Julius Randle played thirty three minutes a night. Now, granted, they blew out the Cavs, but like. He, it's just, it's risky, man. There's a reason why Thibodeau don't go deep <laughs> in the playoffs, man. There's kind of a reason for this. Like, let me look at, let me look at Julius Randle's game log. Dude, Julius Randle is playing 33, 33, 34 minutes a night in these, in these, in the series. And two of those games are, well, one of the game was really close. One of them was kind That's, of separate. It's kind of interesting because, like, before, like, the playoffs, like, but like, I would have said that like Cleveland, New York would have been the best series. Like it's generally been bad outside. I mean, it's generally been bad. Like there's that one good game in game one, but it's ge- it's genuinely been boring. Um, but seventy nine like, points in four quarters of NBA but, but regulated like, basketball. Come on now. Tom Thibodeau is being more reasonable with his minutes than um, Missoula is being with, or however you say his name is being with Tatum. That's that's how crazy it is. Like it's notable. That Tatum has played 40 minutes tonight. He's. I'm gonna check his game logs. I think he played 40 minutes previously. He he's played exactly 40 minutes in all three games. Jackson, like, what are we doing here? I mean, I don't care. Actually, it benefits us to an extent potentially. But like, what are you doing? Why are you playing Tatum 40 minutes a night? You know, you won that first game was ice, man. Like, I know the Hawks brought it back within 12, but did anyone anyone's really like? That's that's crazy. I cannot believe that he's only getting eight minutes of rest every night. I know Tatum's. I'm sure he's prepared for it, but that's risking it, man. That's risking it. I I, the, I think you're onto something that could kind of hurt them. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know if it'll add up in the first round because Tatum is young. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But going on, I mean, hey, I mean, if they do make it, I mean, I don't know. It's not a certain. I mean, I'm just saying. You got the what? What was it that built? Oh, the zombie hawks. <laughs> Look, man. I just want to say, man. That DeJounte three in the corner, you know, pretty much ices the game, realistically. You know, yeah. I just want to say, man, White was 100% flopping there. And somebody said, was Derek White trying to flop there? Somebody responded, he's in a Celtics jersey. This shouldn't even be a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you know, it's it's just a cultural thing, man. You put on a Heat jersey, you become a football player. You put on a Celtics jersey, um, you, you get magnets in your jerseys that are, you know, magnetic to the floor. You put on a... 76ers jersey. Um, what what number is Joel Embiid? Is it 30? Is that what he is? Well, I don't know if you saw, but like during the 21. game, I said he's injured. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder I'm why. I'm just saying, man. Look, Logan, the stars are aligning. If the Hawks can get out of this, play the Sixers next. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's. <laughs> We're know, going it's, back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you got you to get Jesus, don't get, I, don't get ahead of yourself, but. I'm ahead of myself. I'm I'm all the way back in. After game two, I was distraught. You could hear it in my voice. I was I was having you know very depressive thoughts. But I'm all the way back in now. We're going into mm-hmm. something. I'm, I'm still I'm still feeling Hawks and six, man. I mean, I, I you, have to be honest. I'm very glad you won. But Boston, my, I am not impressed by your performance. I have no idea what that was. Oh, Georgia St. Pierre. Come on now. Jordan St. Pierre. Yeah, Georgia St. Pierre, you know, the MMA, you know, legend. Come on now. Dude, have I ever talked about MMA with you? No. I wish you would. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just what I'm into. <laughs> he basically, uh, this guy won. He told him he wasn't impressed after he just won the biggest fight of his life. There you go. That I mean, that is pretty cold, admittedly. Impressed by your cold. performance. But yeah, no, like, honestly, like, 
I'm going to say it again, and it'll probably be like the reason that we end up losing this series. Like, I've never come away from one of these games thinking, wow, the Celtics are, like, that impressive. Like, I'm, if I'm doing a power record, they can shoot. The Celtics, I'll give them that. They can shoot. They can shoot, but, like, they and got they're some a switchable floppers. defense. They're they got the big defense. tosser, Marcus Smart. But, like, besides that, like, I, I'm, I'm not moved by these Celtics fans. Like, we can beat them 100%. We can beat them in six. We can win the next three games. Like, come we, on. We need the Celtics to get cold, cold from shooting one of these nights. Like, eventually, they need to not hit 17 threes. I feel like it'll happen at some point, right? But, um, I mean, they're, they're a good team. Offensively tonight was by far the best the Hawks have done. Um, they were getting really whatever look they wanted, and obviously, especially the bench guys were shooting the, the lights out. But if you can figure out what was able to, like, what you're doing today that got the offense to work so well, if you can exploit that, then that's huge. Um, defensively, it like, I don't think we really have enough defense to stop these guys. It's going to be about outscoring them, which, considering how Trey and DeJounte Logan, can you be, to hear something? Uh, the Celtics sure. were 26 and zero this season when shooting 43.2% for better from three. Now they're 26 and one. We've beat the odds. Damn. That's actually pretty crazy. I mean, Boston should have won. They, they shot like an extremely high number of threes at a high percentage and they got however many turnovers from the Hawks. Like it's, it's obscene that they didn't win, but that's cause Hey, ball don't lie. They got a couple big, big tossers on their squad with Marriott and Malcolm the forehead white, a big, big tosser. Marcus Smart. They got nothing but tosser over there, so it makes sense that uh, that ball did not lie, and it, it punished them. You know, there you go. So, look, man, I'm just saying, man. Celtics fans before the game were talking hot. You know, they were making fun of Hawks fans. I'm just saying, who's laughing now? You flopping goons. Nobody likes you. We all hate you. Like, just saying, man. I will say, uh, Celtics fans are—they are having a, a, you know, they're having a rough go. They're, they're going through it. They are going through it. They—if you go on Twitter, they—they. I saw a comment that called Dejounte Murray a classless piece of shit. Dog. Well, uh, do you remember what you were saying before the game? Your own players were calling us out. I mean, I, come I, on now. I, I I understand. You know, Celtics fans—they're going through a lot lately. Um, the other day, Thomas Robb did pass away. He's a big idol for a lot of Celtics fans. Um. Logan, do you want to say what Thomas Rod is most known for? I do not want to say that on the on the podcast, but if if you're picking Let's up what I'm putting a, down, uh, he's you'll, a certain clan joke. leader, and you can all figure the rest out. I feel like I have to explain myself. Hey, hey, any any potential advertisers, if you're listening, just just ignore that, baby. It's all ignore good. that. Yeah, we're we're usually good noodles on here. Look, man, look. Yeah. I just want to say real quick, big props for our dude. Like. I, Honestly, who would you say has had the, um, well, I mean, two games to one. How do you feel going forward about the center rotation? Who do you think is better versed in that, us or the Celtics? I mean, Al Horford and Robert Williams versus Capella and Okongwu. I mean, I'll take our guys, but it, it is like, like in, in a vacuum for sure, us, the truth is, is that the way the Celtics play, it's just tough to like. Yeah, like the Celtics, they, they have, like Al Horford's a guy who can stretch the floor and like, Robert, I mean, the also I will say it probably is very different for you know the for the Hawks to go from all right Al Horford stretching the floor playing slow. I mean they essentially play drop defense when he's in to Robert Williams who's like a hustle big essentially. Mm-hmm. So like that yeah. change of paces. I mean it probably doesn't mess with them. Yeah. So, um, I mean I'll still take our you know our guys, but 
the Celtics I'm just taking played. guys over everyone. Come on now. There we go. And and Robert Williams, he he's a talented player. He's just he's a very, you know he you know we all know what Robert Williams is like. He, he he's not stretching the floor. He's not he's not locking down one through five. But he's an effective player at what he does. And the key with him is not let him get easy buckets. But um, yeah, in, in a yeah. vacuum, our, our guys are definitely our centers are definitely way better. But um, it's not always about honestly. Vacuums. Next five years, who are you taking a Kongu or, or Robert Williams? That's not a, a Kongu, not even close. Not yeah, even close. Yeah. Robert Williams, no. he's, he's he, good one, for the 30 games he plays a year. It, one, he's overrated because he plays for Boston. That's just like Absolutely. straight up the truth. Um, two, he has a more concerning injury history than a Kongu. Like he just straight up does. Um, three, I, I, a Kongu is just far more talented offensively. Um, that's just the truth. Like he has better touch. He shoots free throws better. He shot some mid rangers and he's shoots the occasional three. He's just and and he's several years younger than uh, Robert Williams. Robert Williams is twenty five. What's a Congo like? Twenty two, maybe twenty one. Yeah, he's twenty two. So yeah, I, I don't even think that's close. I think that was a that was a tosser question, Jackson. Uh, no, no, I was just trying to pull you. I'd also take a Congo. Not close for me either. I was just curious what you had to say. Also, nah, did you nah, see the Quinn Snyder quote about Trey and DeJounte? They uh, were talking to each other. Snyder added with a smile. At one point, I was like, I should just be quiet. He praised how Young and Murray were feeding off each other in the fourth quarter. I love it. I love it. DeJounte is back, baby. We're back. I love it, and I think I deserve it. <laughs> I love it, and I think I deserve it. I mean, come on now. that That's just beautiful, man. We've been waiting... It finally kind of, I don't know, I'm definitely right off the high of this one, but like if that continues, man, like big things for this team. May not be this playoff run, but like next year, yeah. if they're playing like, off of each other like that, this is the best time to get experience for your teammates, man. This yeah, is the playoff. Yeah. This is when it matters most. That That's, I think, one of my big takeaways is we, look, Trey's had some struggles in the playoffs, you know, games one and two against the Heat, et cetera, but we've seen what he can do in the playoffs. You don't accidentally slice and dice Drew Holiday for 40 and 15 or whatever it was. You don't do it on accident. You don't accidentally go into the garden and shush the crowd. You don't accidentally do that. You don't accidentally... I mean, people don't talk about his game six against the Sixers because, unfortunately, we lost. He was insanely good in game six against the Sixers in what should have been the lock it up, you know, no game seven needed type game. You don't do that type of stuff on accident. You don't do the stuff you did in Cleveland in a planned game on accident. Um, we know what Trey is can do in uh, in the playoffs, um, and we're seeing now that Dejounte can also like Dejounte. It's the true shooting percentage is not super efficient because he doesn't get to the line right now. But it's like the the point of the playoffs, to me at least, it's not always about scoring twenty points on eight field goal attempts. It's about can you just actually score? Can you get to your spot and hit a shot when you need it? Dejounte's done that a couple times this game. Like he's really been big. If Trey and DeJounte, if, if you can truly believe in that, then you have something real moving forward. You, you, you're going to have to change the pieces around him. You're going to have to train, you know, you're going to have to move around some of the Johns, the Hunters, the, the Capellas, the Bays. You're going to have to move some of those guys around because obviously our, our team is not fantastic this year. We went exactly 500. I'll but, say this, and like I don't want to talk about the all season too much. It'd truly be a mistake for me to not at least get a year or half a season up until the trade deadline if it comes to trading DeJounte, if he, you know he's not going to resign. It'd be a mistake not to get this with a more optimized team for them. Now that you know what you need, like it'd be a mistake for them to trade one DeJounte or trade this all season. That's just my yeah. two cents. If, if anything, you need to pivot this season to do your best to make next season 
successful as possible for those guys. Like you need to get better spacing. You need to get a forward that can maybe dribble a little bit. You, you know, etc. I think the main thing offensively will just be spacing. Like that's what Sadiq helped so much. Not so much that Sadiq was the best offensive player in the world or whatever, but you had to actually respect his three-point shot, whereas John Collins, a lot of teams, especially during the regular season, they were sagging off because they knew it's not going down like it used to. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Look, any sort of development with Trey and DeJounte in these playoffs is hugely important. Them and guys like Akangu and Jalen, that's huge. Like, Jalen is getting very legitimate playoff experience here that's big. Um you know, in a year's time, knock on wood, I'm sure we'll be saying the same thing about AJ Griffin. Um, it's big. It, it's all valuable. That's another reason why you always want to make the playoffs is nothing prepares you for playing in the playoffs like other than playing in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to – that's kind of what I feel like it goes on with the Grizzlies. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to pocket watch. I'm not trying to, you know, call them out or nothing. But the Grizzlies have been one of the best regular season teams like the last two years. But – it kind of feels like they're just missing a veteran wing type thing to help help them with the steady hand. The only reason they won against the Lakers is because Ja Morant was out, and that team is good without Ja. Like that's all we, the reason. We they all won. know the reason why the Grizzlies won against the Lakers. We don't want to say it, but we all know it. So you know, not not to call them out because obviously they're a better team than the Hawks are. I'm not like afraid to say it. We'll see about truth. that in the finals. We'll see. We'll see. We'll mm. see how that adds up. Uh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> we'll, I, we'll, we'll see about that in the finals as the Suns Logan, play I'm the Bucks. Logan, I'm about to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, I'm about to say the Aaron Rodgers. I think we could run the table. Mm. Oh, actually, you know what? I will. I will give Aaron Rodgers some credit. He did say that, and they did win like ten in a row. But the Falcons came in. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't account for the fact that Matt Ryan and Julio put them through the the aforementioned table. So, what a year, I thought, man! That was... I, I thought you were about to say something else. Yeah, that's why I was shushing. No, I, I mean, that like, that's how that game went. That's how that game went. I mean, if you saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, anything else we got to talk about? I, re- I really don't think I have anything. I mean, we talked about box scores. I'll, I'll Any, say it one, uh, I'll say it one more time, add- Trey. Uh, Trey Young stepped up. I, I I know I was mean to him. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey! Um, I think he's gone from overrated to underrated. Shout out to the athletic. Yeah, look, hey, I wonder what hit piece they're gonna put out Sunday because they're 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 they're, they're cooking doing... something up. The the Brooklyn the Nets are gonna get eliminated on uh whenever they play. I guess Saturday, and it's gonna be the Nets have rooted interest in Trey Young. It's gonna be <laughs> something like that. That's what it's gonna be. We need the we need to come up with prop betting lines for what the article is gonna be. Yeah, honestly. Negative two fifty Nets rumor, negative one fifty Lakers rumor. <laughs> plus plus one thousand Luca's name is in the article somewhere. Oh, that's not happening. They can't slander. I just want to say, man, what's his face? Kevin O'Connor is so shameless because he made all these like articles. He made the infamous, you know, uh, Atlanta will look at you know everything's on the table. You remember that one before the playing game? He's yet to make a tweet that wasn't. He didn't make a tweet tonight. He was as silent as a church mouse. That's. That's that's not ridiculous. You're a fucking rat, bro. Like, legitimately, you are a rat. You are a subhuman rat. Like, that is Yo, nasty behavior. Chill, because Jesus. No, I'm serious, bro, because we all know you saw Trey DeJounte busting, you know, his favorite team's ass, and he doesn't want to make any tweets about it. But he can make tweets about games from last night. I mean, come on now. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm just saying, man, that's, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what they're doing out here, Logan, and nobody's holding these people accountable. They never will be held accountable. That's just, that's just. It's it's ridiculous what they're doing out here, bro. They're, Hawks Talks is here to fix journalism. 
That's right. Once by calling journalists who say stuff I don't like subhuman rats, one step at a time, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Like I, this is a fan podcast. We're all thinking the same thing. I'm just the one saying it. You know, this is uh, this is why you listen to us and not a more official podcast. You and I all respect him. You won't hear Brad Roland call someone a subhuman rat. I mean, come on now. I, I think the last 10 minutes have killed our advertising opportunities. That's yeah, okay. Well. Sp- speaking of advertising opportunities, if you want to listen to podcasts without any advertisements, you should check out our Patreon. <laughs> Almost like three hours of bonus content as well. Another one coming soon. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh well, because we have something good cooked up for the pay, for the seven and uh, t- or Jesus, what are the tiers? Is it eight, eight and ten dollars? Yes, sir. If it, we got something good cooking up for you guys, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it may be recorded this weekend, maybe next week. Um, it'll be out before the end of the month for sure. But the bonus episode we got for y'all, the the top tier patrons, it's good. We're cooking it. It is good. It's, it's a good idea. Two already out. <clears throat> Just saying, man. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Check, check us out on Twitter. We are cooking today on Twitter, as always. Dude, Logan, I still can't get over Marietta Malcolm. That was... Oh, I was cooking. Someone you. cooked I, here. Someone I, cooked here. And the end of the Jante pointing stuff. That's good. That's going to be... I'm oh, gonna yeah, that, that one was bunch. fire, too. I'm going to use that a bunch. Hey, look. That that was... Twitter. that was. I appre- I don't know. That one might come back to, like, haunt us, whatever, like, the Rockets thing did. But ah, also, kind of a way... Like, I kind of feel like that kind of expunges the Rockets thing for me. Now that DeJounte's had another cool moment and we got a win in it. Like, he patted Jabari Smith on the head and now he's pointed at Derek White. But we won tonight. Also, I feel like people are reading into that situation too much, man. I feel like a few days ago, DeJounte's like, yeah, Derek White's like a brother to me. And now now people are mad, calling him classless. Celtics fans are, they're, they're on one, bro. And it's not a good one. They're, I, we call them Karens. <laughs> we call them Karens. <laughs> Literally, uh. DeJounte, DeJounte, even with the Spurs, he was, like, appreciative. He just said Tony Parker is basically just a whiny Karen, basically. And people Dude, are like, and like oh, more people have all said he, that. All he does is uh, talk about how he hates San Antonio and all the people there. And it's like, y'all just have the most selective hearing imaginable. There's, just, there's no folds in your brain. There's this minimal surface area up there. That's honestly what you, you heard from DeJounte's mouth. Like, I don't know what to say. You have a smooth brain. You are a subhuman rat. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to ask you to stop calling people subhuman rats. <laughs> going forward, I will avoid it. But tonight, it was Thank appropriate you. for Kevin O'Connor. Somebody needed to say it. Jesus. Wrap this up before we insult. Uh, I, don't I don't have any more insults Scott, to throw out. Before we inf- insult Scott Van Pelt or something. I don't know. <laughs> Has he said, let me go watch. I'm watching sports tonight. He says something I don't like. I'm, start, I'm firing up a new podcast to call him something. Anyway, just want to say, as always, thank you guys for rocking with us. Another big Hawks win on this season. This means, Logan, another episode guaranteed of That's postseason Hawks That's at, at least, least five. five. Hype. You know what? That's good for us because that means more playoff views. Let's go, baby. Anyways, you know, be sure to check out our Patreon like we talked about earlier. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. Uh, be sure to subscribe, if possible, and rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We appreciate that a lot. And, uh, yeah, your support means everything to us. As always, have a good weekend. We'll be back on Sunday. Let's get this dub, even up the Series 2-2. As always, love you. Goodbye.